Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the planet, we are Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. We're just talking financial stuff. And I was going to add, because we were just talking about the uh, uh, the uh, uh, two-year Treasury bill rate uh, going up to over 4.8%. And they're like, hmm, that's the analysis of all the inflation data yesterday. And you were making the case, all right, uh, Treasury bills are high. Mm-hmm. Stocks are going up. Yeah. You know, where are we headed? And then this story out of Business Insider yesterday, the Dow Jones just saw a death cross. Mm-hmm. The last time that we entered a death cross was March of 2022, and the Dow then fell 12% over a six-month period. Now, a, uh, a death cross is a pattern where shorter term, the shorter-term moving average of the Dow, 50-day, drops below a longer-term one, 200 days. And when it does that, there's normally we go from a bull market to a bear market. But you were making the case. And the last time it did, that's what happened in 2022. And it was for six months. Right. And, and you, you were making the case. Well, if everything's if if everything is high, if the stock market's moving up now and the, the bond yields are extremely high, well, then. Everybody's there. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's drunk. <laughs> because the only thing that's logical there with the increase in interest rates is that, you know, treasury bills would start to uh, go up. Right. And which means and and typically when that happens, the investors get out of stocks and they go for more of a sure deal. But if you have a rise in both, well, one side is drunk. And I think we know who it is. And because it doesn't make sense. It, it would basically indicate that right now, and and I kind of felt this yesterday with the inflation data coming out and the Dow and the NASDAQ just going crazy. Then it was, which, by the way, it wasn't like super crazy, but that's how spoiled we've become or, or how bad it's become, I should say. Uh, and that's the problem because I, I felt it was an overreaction to the data, because if you look at core inflation, it means prices are st- the things we actually buy and use. Those prices are still going up, and that has a, a, an effect on uh, middle income families. And and we already know this. So it felt like an overreaction on the upside yesterday. And then I thought to myself, because I saw an article, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, and I I forget where it was, Market Watch or CNBC somewhere. 
where they were making the point, oh, we, we're entering a, a period of high stocks and high treasury yields. It's like, well, you can't have both. One side is drunk. And it's the side of stocks. Because what happens, again, if the interest rates are going up and, and people move over uh, to that, that typically is, is going to be the case. And it's been believed by a number of individuals looking at stocks that they are overpriced. I can't tell you on any in, in individual stock whether that's the case or not, but they've kind of been throwing that blanket assessment of the Dow for a while that we're overdue for a correction. But if you combine those two thoughts of where interest rates are going and the fact that people believe or some people believe that stocks are overpriced, then, of course, yeah, you're going to see. And now with this inversion or what, what do they call it? Uh, the, 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 the death cross. Oh, the death cross, yes. Uh, the death cross uh, is, you know, where it's, you know, and we'll see if it holds true. If we're going to be on, what, 12% maybe correction? And we'll see. But if you couple that. Yeah, with, what, what was the correction? In twenty in March of 22? Yeah, it was it 12%? I, I don't know. But if they're saying 12%, then, you know, that would, you know, that's going to be significant. So um, that could be 36, 38, 3,500, uh, 4,000 points. On the Dow, maybe. Um, now you yeah look, yeah it fell twelve percent. It fell twelve okay. percent over a six month period. Yeah. So all right. So then, if you couple that with those who believe now that, and there are more saying what we're going to start seeing is a higher unemployment, and uh, and now a a direct path to a recession. I haven't seen anyone quantify it let's say it you know it's going to be oh we're hitting rock bottom or it's only going to be mild or any of that i haven't seen that but i've been asking the question in my head as i see more and more analysis that men mentions the r word what's the definition of recession because we changed that remember mm -hmm. well no it's no longer two periods of back-to-back uh, -back negative growth. So I don't know what they mean by recession. It's whatever Corrine Jean-Pierre exactly. decides whatever uh, for says that in particular the day. Well, you know, the thing is, too, I mean, because they talk about well, this is where we go from a bull to a bear market. Mm -hmm. We really haven't been in a bull market. Yeah, this is not, this is not a, yeah, a bull market. Yeah, I, I don't call it. I, I don't call the last I, year a bull I, market. I, I don't believe that to be a bull market. No. And, and so... Um, so, yeah, it was uh, 12%. And and then, then the other thing I'm just looking at here, because uh, this is, uh, again, you see the, as you say, the the drunks get in because the inflation, the inflation numbers are good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the inflation numbers are better. You know, all items, 3.2%. But all items are what? How many items are there? Thousands? And what do people actually buy? How does it affect the consumer? Because Biden will be out there now, and I guarantee Green Jean-Pierre will be out there all this week stating how great the economy is. Now, they can't talk. They haven't talked the deficit in a while, have they? 
No, they they were mentioning really. the deficit all the time. They can't do that anymore. Yeah, right. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. The next time you're on Interstate 80, stop in and see the folks at the Iowa 80 truck stop at exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. They're always open and ready to serve you. Enjoy a sit-down meal at the Iowa 80 kitchen or grab a bite from one of their nine quick-serve restaurants. You'll love their clean restrooms, huge gift store, beautiful convenience store, and, of course, the super truck showroom stocked with plenty of chrome, lights, and more. While you're there... Don't forget to visit the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum next door. It's free. The entire team at the Iowa 80 is very excited to celebrate 60 years with you. They look forward to being your home away from home for another 60 years. Sending you a giant thank you from Iowa 80, the world's largest truck stop on I-80, exit 284 in Walcott, Iowa. Iowa 80. But I, I expect them to be out there promoting the economy. And that's the one thing. Think about this. That's the one thing that's getting other Democrats angry right now. Mm-hmm. Because now he's he looks at this and says, well, inflation's going down. I can justify that Bidenomics is a good thing. Yeah. And right. and even we we talked about the uh, uh, the liberal analyst who said, well, eh, he better not do that because prices haven't come down. He keeps saying they keep saying inflation's coming down. The inflation rate may be coming down overall. But when you look at, for example, uh, the in, the uh, the inflation rate was 3.2, core inflation was 4. Mm. But if you look at all of these particular things we're going to mention here, we'll, we'll, we can show you how they're even higher than core inflation. Mm. F- food away from home, 5.4%. <laughs> Food, I love this one. Food from vending machines <laughs> and mobile vendors, mm-hmm. 15% in a year. Food at employee sites and schools, 5.4%. Alcoholic beverages away from home, must mean the bar, 5.3%. Food at home, though, just 2.1%. So you're like, good, food is coming down, except when you break it down. What food is actually going up? Vegetables, 10.7%. Beef steaks, 10.6%. Sugar, 8.8%. Baby food and formula, 8.3%. This is the one that really got to Eric. Because Thanksgiving next week. Sauces and gravies. Well, gravy in general, 
It doesn't have to be Thanksgiving. <laughs> you can have gravy any time of the year. 7.5%. By the way, salads were up just over 2%, and nobody cares. <laughs> Turkey, 7.2%. White bread, 7.1%. Uh, biscuits, rolls, and muffins, 5.7%. Spices, seasonings, condiments, sauces, 5.6%. Now, electricity, 2.4%. All right, now... 2.4%, but understand that doesn't include the massive subsidies that are given to solar and wind that's increasing uh, the amount of the grid on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it's moderated out there, and people probably will notice that a little bit, all depending on what kind of a, you know, uh, well, most people probably still have natural gas heat. Not many have electric in New York. They soon all will. <laughs> yeah. But, but other things here, because uh, core inflation was 4%. Admission to sporting events, up 25% in a year. But that's not a necessity. That's a luxury, right? Yeah. Motor vehicle insurance, not a luxury, up 19.2% in a year. Motor vehicle repair, 15.1%. Now, that's affecting more and more people every day. Yeah. Because people are not buying a new vehicle right now. Right. They're keeping their old vehicle, and all of a sudden, vehicle repair skyrockets. Men's uh, uh, pants and shorts, 8.1%. Non-prescription drugs, 8%. Veterinarian services. See, that's why people aren't happy with their pets. 8.1%. Cigarettes, 7.6%. Rent of primary residence, 7.2%. Uh, care for invalids and elderly at home, 7%. Delivery services, 6%. And haircuts up, 5%. Just some of the things out there that you look at, which are all over all over the core inflation uh, rate out there. So uh, as was pointed out, the inflation rate overall may be going down, but the, in, the uh, inflation rate on some products that we use and are a must things like car insurance rent yeah. uh right. veg you know vegetables sugar be, you know baby food and formula uh <laughs> turkey bread uh whatever they're up way over what core inflation is right now and other things that you need motor vehicle repair motor vehicle insurance non-prescription uh drugs rent Delivery services, things like haircuts, it's all, those all, all uh, come into it, all are over what core inflation is uh, right now. So that's, it's not going to go away. And if they keep promoting it, that it's just wonderful out there, the public isn't going to relate to what the president's saying. Look, I think the pop yesterday on, on the Dow and the NASDAQ uh, quite possibly is the market saying, uh, you know what, it could have been much worse. Um, but again, it, that still puts it in the territory of a an overreaction. And when you look at the GDP that came out, uh, which is uh, consumer-driven, uh, the producer price index is later today. So the cost to producers, it's not as much of a driver um, on 
you know, on in, in, for investors, uh, depending. But but most people, it's not you know the the kind of news that uh, inflation numbers are. But it is important to look at. I believe, uh, based on what's going on with the trucking industry, uh, what's going on with the cost of you know producing goods, and as a nation, that should concern us. Uh, just it just doesn't make the headlines the way that inflation does because those are the things that we buy the, the as you point out the things we're actually buying and using those are the things that you're going to watch in the new year and i i really wonder what the tone is going to be and when i say investors are drunk or the market is drunk or whatever it's that you know it 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 is that bubble of today and you wake up with a hangover of tomorrow which is exactly the way the consumer behaves this time of year. We want to fly home. They're expecting a record number of people traveling by air this year. There, uh, you look at the, you know, the, the attitude by people of Christmas. Well, you know what? Sorry. Uh, I don't care if I have to put it on a credit card. We're not going to miss Christmas. And then in January, everybody sobers up. Oh, crap. I'm in further debt, and now it's time to pay it. And on top of that, you're going to see an uptick in unemployment. Does it lead to a recession? I can't tell you. I can't make that kind of prediction. But the way that they're breaking it down, more and more people are breaking it down. And it's not just uh, Fox Business News doing it. You've got analysts that are doing it across the spectrum that are Mm -hmm. saying it more and more, they believe it's going to be a recession. Whether it's a technical recession or a slowdown in the economy from where we are now, if that is the case in 2024, in the summer of 2024, that's bad news when you're holding your convention there in Chicago that's being overrun by migrants and a massive increase in violent crime talking about the Democratic National Convention. It's politically, it's it's horrible. And that's why we say, you look at these things, the American consumer doesn't wait for that report that that the stock market waited for and investors and wonks waited for yesterday morning. They've already paid it. That was October inflation. Those are things we already bought. We've already gone through that pain. Now we're dealing with whatever November is dealing to American families. And that's the way it works. And you keep on, you have to, we stay on this, but you you, you got to be ever mindful of the fact that it is compounding inflation year yeah. over yeah. year. This is on top of the high prices of last year. And it's not good. 86690 Red Eye. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920.
The weather over most of the U.S. continues to be very good for harvesting operations. And that's going to stay true this week, especially across the Great Plains and the Western Corn Belt. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says there are a couple of weather systems to watch this week, but they, for the most part, won't hurt field work, might help crops. One system bringing rain from southeast Texas eastward along the Gulf Coast. It is just clipping some of our driest areas in the country, including southern Louisiana, which could get one to three inches of much-needed rain. Later this week, Rippey expects a low-pressure system to move up the Atlantic coast to New England. Could be some pretty gusty winds and some heavy rain just clipping coastal areas. But not a huge problem for agriculture. Now, over on the west coast, a Pacific system expected to scatter some rain across California and the northwest. But again, I don't expect too many major agricultural complications. In fact, winter wheat planting's already finished in the northwest, so rain is a good thing. Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Lubes. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara. You see that the uh, you're just talking about stock market and uh, the economy and the uh, inflation and uh, the Treasury bills. You see, like the six month is they're all like around five and a half percent now. Yeah, right. Uh, what the three month, six month? I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. wow, That's right. Like- well, and and I saw some analysis yesterday uh, that said that they believe the Fed, because they believe we're going to get to a recession, that by the end of next year, third and fourth quarter maybe, that the Fed would start to bring interest rates down, start reducing interest rates. I I don't know what the Fed's going to do. I've never thought that Jerome Powell's actually serious about getting on top of inflation. But imagine that kind of quick turnaround. And they were saying... Probably somewhere a, a target rate of two and a quarter to two and a half percent. And I thought, yeah, I think that's wishful thinking. Consider yourself canceled if you don't listen nightly. Red Eye Radio. You're canceled. Canceled. <laughs> He's Sarah Carly and I'm Gary McNamara. Fake news. Download our Red Eye Radio app today and uh, listen when and where. <laughs> when and where you want if you can't listen live overnight. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I said to myself the other day, I can't believe it. <laughs> that's not bad you i've never you've never oh, actually that wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't an, an i've actually been actually working on the impression but it's hard yeah i mean that was i a, mean he's a one-of-a-kind guy i don't think you've ever tried to do trump before it's unbelievable all right i can't believe it right, little, right now gary right now it's unbelievable tiny bit higher of an octave yeah yeah he goes because that's what he does when he's 
it, it's he uh, he has those preacher moments, you know, mm-hmm. where he kind of sounds like a preacher. Yeah, I can't believe things are so bad. Well, he draws just out. the other day. Well, I that's a, that's so a one, that's the one thing. If I ever did it, and I'm not good at doing any type of impersonations, I think I had a couple down one time. But but he for me, Trump. If I tried to do him, it's how he extends at the end a word. Yeah, and it's also very visual because of his hands. Yeah, that's true. You know, he does the the thing where mm-hmm. you know he's got his hands out, and you know, so uh, that's extremely important um if you do that in an impression with the hand movements even if you're not dead on if you're close to it that adds to the to the credibility of the impression doesn't it jamie fox does the most unreal donald trump i mean it's crazy crazy over the top crazy i saw somebody else wasn't no wasn't wasn't Dana Carvey? Uh, he does. Dana a, Car- maybe he does a pretty decent. Maybe it was Dana Carvey that I saw. And, and Carvey saw. has gotten. He's been working on his Biden. Oh yeah. And <laughs> what's funny is, it's in the eyes because of the squint. <laughs> Again, it's a visual. No, you're right. And yeah, the and <laughs> and you know he does the squint, and and then he does the you know it's it is. Crazy. Uh, Shane Gillis on his latest stand-up special has a great line. He goes, it's amazing how every time right after Biden gives a speech, he turns into a Roomba. <laughs> Where he turns around and he's walking in one direction, then turns another direction, oh, then I turns another. It. It's, oh, I got it's it. Un- <laughs> it's, it's great. And Shane Gillis also does a very, very good Donald Trump. Um, he... <laughs> Because <laughs> he talks about his his dad being a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. and he's a young liberal. Uh, Shane Gillis is the guy that was, the, if you don't know him, he's the guy that got fired from SNL before he was ever on SNL. And um, he's very funny. Uh, not clean comedy, not the Nate Bargatze, Brian Regan type of comedy. <laughs> Although Nate Bargatze is very good friends with uh, Shane Gillis. But, yeah, he's, uh, it's the impression stuff is is hard. Uh, I typically get it worked out about the time they're no longer in American politics. <laughs> uh, Bush was one example. I appreciate all the good Americans out there supporting my time as president. Do you miss me? I remember. I remember. I wasn't working with you, but when you started doing that, people complained. Oh, we right? couldn't. We couldn't. Yeah, I wasn't working with you was, at that point. Yeah, no, Republicans didn't want you. You couldn't make <laughs> jokes. It, it was like you know the back people don't remember, but but Jeff Foxworthy when he first started making redneck, oh, the redneck jokes, yeah, it was self-deprecating, and they didn't realize that. They thought. He was because they thought he was making up his voice and his dialect, his accent, but it wasn't. That's no, him. That's how he talks. <laughs> you know, the funny hey, thing you. is, I, I watched the. Uh, you ever see the documentary on him? Mm, yeah, with um, yeah. Ron White. With uh, Ron White's on it, mm-hmm. uh, Larry the Cable Guy, Larry the Cable Guy, and mm-hmm. I can't think of the woman comedian. 
and they're all friends and they all talk yeah. about it. Yeah. And it's uh when you see that, you know, they all credit Foxworthy for their success. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and uh Larry the cable guy said, you know, he said uh oh no no, it was uh it was Ron White mm-hmm. who said he remember, you know, his pay going from 5,000 all of a sudden, he's getting five hundred thousand dollar checks. Yeah, and he said it's because of you. And looked at Jeff, and Jeff Foxworth. He goes, "You believed in me when I didn't believe in me." And he goes, "Well, look, you were all good. I just might have recognized it, but I didn't have your talent. You had the talent. You had what it takes to uh, to do it. But you can see because you don't see it from Ron White. He was tearing up. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. just really, uh, really close. He was talking about he was working on something when Jeff Foxworthy's father died. Mm. Yeah, and he said, I'm going. And whatever project he was about, they said, well, you can't go. He goes, try to stop me. Yeah. And he said he showed up there, and, and Jeff, you could tell Jeff Fox was really torn up mm-hmm. you know, by it. He goes, yeah, mm-hmm. when you showed up, he goes, that's when I lost it. was when you, I, suddenly I saw you there uh, in the crowd. But that was really touching. But, uh, yeah, um, in, impressions, uh, I wish I could do them because the people that do them well, it seems to be so much fun. I've always been, can, uh, since – Rich Little. Yeah, you've done it for a long time. To, yeah. To for me as a kid, it it was about it was just amazing to hear someone else's voice come out of that person. When you know that that voice. And I actually got to interview Rich Little one time, which was just a highlight of my career, because if you know me and and you mm-hmm. follow it, I I actually did stand up comedy. In the fourth grade and the fifth grade, my teachers, two different teachers that said, hey, I'm grading papers and you're over there making everybody laugh, the class clown, get up here and do that. And I did it. (laughs) Now, it was a total hack. I was getting all my material from last night's Tonight Show, Mm -hmm. whatever comedian was on there. And I did it. And... I, I just always was fascinated by anybody who could just make their voice turn into, you know, something. Watching Jamie Foxx do Donald Trump is one of the most fascinating things ever. But Jamie Foxx is another one. He can do so many different impressions. He does a John Let because he can sing and he's a musician. He does a dead-on John Legend, which is, wow, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's always been fascinating. You know, I I forgot, you know, because time goes by, you forget, for example, I forgot how good Rich Little was. But yeah. now that I think it's it's on Pluto and one of my other streaming channels, and I think on, I forgot which CW sub-channel it's on, I mean, Johnny Carson's on all the time. That's right. the most b- bizarre thing is The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson you can find if you've got the the streaming channels and Pluto is free, but there's a Johnny Carson channel. Yeah, it yeah, just plays yeah, yeah. the Tonight Show twenty four seven. Yep. And the amazing thing is, I've actually caught myself, and it would be normally on a Friday night. Nothing's going on, and I'm doing I'm I'm doing I'm on the computer. I'm doing stuff, but I'm on the recliner with the laptop or my phone doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'll put it on, and there's like a comfort zone, and I'm like, my God, I'm going back to my days in college where I remember in college I had to watch the last or the first you know the first 15 minutes the monologue 
Yeah. You had to stay up. Now, that was East Coast. It was 1130. So right. you you stayed up till, you know, and maybe it was a great, if Rickles was on, then you had to stay. But they there was one where um, Rich Little was on and Rich Little was the guest host. And yeah. he was doing yeah. everything. Yeah. He must have done 20 impressions. And, I mean, it was just great. Yeah. You ever see uh, uh, when, because uh, it's on YouTube, uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, uh, doing um, Seinfeld? Oh, yeah. With Seinfeld there as the guest. Yeah. yeah. Doing it in front of him. Yeah. And then one time they did Seinfeld on Seinfeld where Jerry was on one side yeah. and Fallon was on the other. It, it was great. Was. It was great. It, and it's weird watching also some actors that you don't realize, like Titus Welliver, uh, who stars in Bosch mm-hmm. uh, and uh, gosh, a number of things, uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's is that in, on? Is Bosch on Hulu? Uh, Bosch is on Amazon, and now the where the series is continuing, uh, Bosch Legacy, I think it's called, um, is uh, at Michael Connolly books. That's Bosch was okay. part of the Michael Connolly book series, and. It's on, and Bosch Legacy, which is his daughter is now a cop and he's retired, and uh, he's like a, a private detective. But I'm gonna that's watch. On, that's I'm, on Freebie or whatever the okay. Amazon is with commercials. Okay, I think that's. I you think can, that's free. Uh, I think maybe that's Freebie. Free. Yeah, but I I did see it on one of my my channels. I'm yeah. like, okay, Eric mentioned it. I got to watch. You got to go back and watch the original Amazon right. uh, because I. Uh, I just, I, it's great. I think um, he he does uh, the character justice. I love Michael Connolly, who was at one time a crime reporter and then turned into a great author. But Titus Welliver does this. He can do the entire spectrum of Al Pacino. You know, he can do the young Al Pacino, you know, from the first Godfather all the way to the, you know, Modern day Al Pacino, you know, hoo that one. So he, and it's wild to watch him go through that. And you don't even think of him as being somebody who can do impressions. You know, because you know, I, I, I sit and think, I mean, there's not, I, I still don't think there's going to be a debate this year. I just don't think Biden will do a debate. Mm-hmm. And if Biden doesn't do the debate, Trump will just, you know, he'll, he'll taunt if, if, if both of them are the final nom, if uh, are the nominees, uh, I just don't. I think Trump will hit him, but I don't think Trump really wants to do a debate unless it's with Biden, because Biden, I think he thinks will just blow up. By the way, have you noticed Biden's getting worse the last ten days to yeah. two weeks? Yeah, yeah. There's something going on. There's something, and, I, and yeah. I, I think it's. I think there, there's a direct correlation between. Look, he's been taking weekends off. Since the beginning, but I think there is a direct correlation in what's going on now in the fact that he's, you know, uh, going on vacation. He's being separated from the media. That's what effectively is what is happening. Look, keep your, you know, keep your distance. He's on vacation. He's this is his personal time. Don't approach him. And I think there's a direct correlation to mm-hmm. whatever's going on with him worsening in that in that effect. And now we're getting into Thanksgiving and then Christmas, and I think you're going to see him basically at a distance. But I was I was thinking the other day with the primary, I'm like, wow, could SNL who who could do Chris Christie? You know, I thought Nikki Haley mm-hmm. who could do an impression. I go, but she's sort of monotone. Yeah, 
There is nothing. Yeah. You know, you look at a Trump because he's so animated. Mm-hmm. He's like a pro. Yeah. You know, you can sit there and if you get the hand movements down and you sound anything like him, if you've mm-hmm. got, you know, if it takes 10 different voice characteristics to get him, if you get five, yeah. if you've got the hand animations it's, down, you've got that, it. That's that's it. And, and, and a wig. But right. But, but I was thinking somebody probably could do Ramaswamy. Especially yeah, when he gets yeah, really an, especially when he really gets animated. Tim Scott would be again. They're not an, they're not animated personalities in the same way right. that a that a Trump or a Perot would be, or even a Chris Christie when he gets hot. Right. Yeah. When he yeah. gets hot about something, you know, normally right. it would be Trump. Right. And and Ramaswamy. I mean, it's those animated personalities that seem to be number one, much more interesting to do if you're gonna do impersonations. Right, right. Yeah, it's you know that's what makes Arnold so easy. Listen here, you just have to work on your dialect and say California. Listen, everyone, listen to me. California, California, and and you know it's so that makes it a lot easier if you can get that you know yeah. that tone. Then the rest is the inflection and the dialect. Eight six six ninety red eye. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He's Eric Carley and I'm Gary McNamara. Okay, what... What were you telling me earlier? What financial numbers now come out in the next couple of days? Uh, today, the producer's price index. So, is that the wholesale? Uh, that will, yeah, that's producer yeah. price index. Yeah, yeah that's so wholesale inflation. That will basically give us an idea of, you know, where it's. It, it kind of can be uh, a leading indicator on in overall inflation. Uh, we'll see, um, but that's later this morning. So. Um, it, it it will be interesting to watch too, if the market sobers up <laughs> as early as today. It always does. Right. Well, Dow futures right now, I think, are still. Let me double check. Yeah, still up, but that doesn't really this early doesn't mean anything. I mean, it could be a massive day or it could be a down day. Um, you know, the the futures really don't tell you the whole story. Uh, they just tell you again, it's a snapshot of where we are in the moment. And we'll see whatever, you know, whatever data, if there is a response at all to the uh, the, the uh, producer price index, which hits uh, here in a few hours. And the president meeting with President Xi today. Yeah. So yeah. Well, we'll there's a lot of talk about trade with China and how it's affecting the economy and everything else. So maybe the market responds to that. Who knows? This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.